Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound. And you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The idea behind the show is simply asking guests what they would tell a stranger on a plane if they were sitting next to them and the stranger asked them for advice. The scenery is passing very fast, but the steer is constant. The one who's seeing is the same. Let me appreciate you for asking a question that I haven't been asked after 2,500 or so uh, interviews over the years. Because you have to drop the EGO, which is everyone's greatest obstacle. 2008, Grant and I had been married for four years. I was pregnant with my first child. Um, we were, the economy was collapsing, and we were on the verge of losing everything financially. So hello, everybody. It's Corey Poirier here. We're back with uh, a new edition of the Enlightened Passenger Show. And so I have... Uh, Tiffany Flayton here with me. And uh, Tiffany, uh, where we usually start with pretty much all of the interviews I've done over the years is we like to ask the guests to tell us a little bit about themselves so that we can kind of dive in with a bit of knowledge. So, and I, I always say like the Reader's Digest version. Uh, but yeah, if you could tell us a little bit about yourself, then, uh, you know, then we'll jump into some meatier questions right after if that works for you. Sure. Yeah, my name is Tiffany and um, I live in Minnesota. And I have a history of being a teacher in the sciences, biology, anatomy, physiology, and then through a bunch of different health situations, including thyroid cancer, I decided to go back to school and become sort of, you know, take the education courses I needed in order to become board certified and licensed and those kinds of things so I could help people in the same same and similar situations that I was because I started to see that there was not really a place for people like me who who had, you know, all the quote unquote normal lab results, but still felt terrible and like garbage and were just told to, you know, just kind of pat answers, you know, just eat better food, exercise more. And it's, you know, those types of things. And so um, I now created a business all around helping people in similar situations. A lot of them have thyroid conditions and a lot of them don't, or they're not diagnosed quite yet. But yeah, that's where, that's where I, you know, came, you know, how I got to here basically and how I'm talking to you now. And so I guess um, when you mentioned they're not diagnosed, how, uh, 
like, is there certain things that you kind of feel, I, I think this is what they have? Like, are there certain hints or what have you that I think this is what they have, but they just haven't been diagnosed yet? Yeah. So there, there's, um, if you, if you were to Google symptoms of thyroid disorders or something like that, you would come back with, um, lethargy, fatigue, weight gain, um, depression, those types of things. So that's basically what they present with, but they also bring to me sometimes that they have had recent lab work. Um, and if not, we make sure they get some, they have, um, one thyroid lab that's actually looked at maybe two, if you're lucky, and they're not even really telling you exactly what hormone levels are at for thyroid hormone. And the range seems to be so large and it seems to be based on, you know, from your geographical area, I'm not exactly sure how labs come up with their, their parameters, but from what I have researched and what I've been talking, you know, talking to other, you know, to doctors about and things, um, they're based up based on people who don't feel that well, you know, they go and have their thyroid labs drawn. And so they put this conglomerate of a range together. That's really broad and it kind of fits everybody. So everybody's normal, but they have all the classic signs and symptoms, but then what is done instead is then we prescribe antidepressants, anti-anxieties, um, weight loss medications, um, you know, pain reliever type medications and that kind of thing. And I mean, don't get me wrong. People need a medication. They should take the medication, but if we could get down to the core and the root causes of some of these things, you know, maybe you don't need to be on these things for the rest of your life. And that's sort of, that's sort of what people think that they need to do. They don't know that there's another way out. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's so powerful. And that's kind of why I asked you uh, about, you know, what are the kind of signs is because like for myself, uh, you know, when I asked about the diagnosis without the diagnosis, I uh, have struggled with, I think, gluten intolerance, but yeah. I haven't been diagnosed yet because my doctor basically told me the only way they can test it is if you're in a flare up. And who wants to go into a flare up to get tested? Now she gave she gave me um what do you call it like a blood form requisition or whatever so that I can if I'm getting to a flare up I can literally go right away and get tested. But mm -hmm. so I guess I bring that up because I haven't been tested. But whenever I eat gluten, I have problems, and 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 that's why I asked because I mean I'm sure there's probably well obviously I said should say sure. I, I guess it's probably almost a guarantee there's more people out there that are undiagnosed with something that diagnosed with the thing they have, but they're yeah. dealing with challenges every day that could probably be alleviated if somebody yeah. was able to figure out what was going on. So that's kind of why I asked. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and gluten, gluten is often tied to thyroid dysfunction. It's not like a, you know, direct correlation, but people who struggle with celiac disease or even gluten intolerance. Um, yeah, it's definitely tied to it, but the, the testing is kind of tricky on it and, and true gold standard testing for celiac or for gluten and gluten intolerance is, you know, having a biopsy and, you know, nobody really wants to do that. So I always tell people for gluten, I mean, check it out, take it out of your diet. And if you feel better, then probably need to, <laughs> to stop eating it. So that's the, you know, the cheapest route. It's not the easiest, but it's the cheap, you know, to know definitively if you do, if you need a black and white answer, that doesn't work for people. Yeah. And, and I took, uh, 
gluten out and so far knock on wood so good uh i also had the side benefit of losing a lot of weight in the pro like from removing mm -hmm. gluten from my life but um i'm now and not to, not to go fully down at this conversation too much but uh i'm now sort of wondering if it's fried foods or if it's gluten because i was uh traveling this past weekend in la and there's this great pizza place i love that has gluten-free options and i went one day and he charged me a certain price. And the next day, exact same pizza, he charged a higher price. And I said, oh, that's weird. Yesterday, it was like whatever price. And he yeah. said, oh, well, then obviously, we didn't give you gluten-free. So I'm like, did I eat a whole gluten pizza? And it didn't bother me at all. So uh, the only thing that's uh, in common with the last times I ate uh, the food was that it was fried. Like, in other words, all four other times it was fried, but it also had gluten in it. So now I'm saying, is it fried foods? <laughs> that's the yeah. issue. So. Well, and yeah, that goes into gallbladder and digestive health and all the things. Yeah. So it all goes together. Yeah. So it's like I said, it's I mean, it, it is it's a tricky thing. And that's why I asked about the diagnosis without, without the diagnosis. So mm -hmm. if, I, if I go a step further than Tiffany, I'd love to ask you, um, and I know this is kind of a, a jump in a different direction, but um, it sounds like what you're doing now is your passion is sort of mm -hmm. your calling. Um I'd like to ask you, do you think it's important for us to find our passion and or a calling in our lives? And if so, why do you think that is? And I guess if not, why do you think that is? No, I, I think it, I think it is the, yeah, you have to, <laughs> like, I, I find that with, um, you know, looking back at my teaching career, like I, I really, really enjoyed actually teaching. I love the science, the, you know, the content I, um, you know, I, I really, uh, I really enjoy trying to take complex topics and situations and breaking it down so people can understand. And of course, in the high school setting, that's you're trying to get people to understand things so they can excel in whatever their goals are with their education. And then for people's health, I mean, it only makes them healthier and better. And my passion's always been in the health realm. And so this is just a you know, kind of teaching in a different way and not having to deal with high school stuff, <laughs> you know, not having to deal with all that comes with that. That's a rabbit hole we don't need to go down. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's truly, truly my passion. And I think if you don't, if you don't do that, I don't think that contributes to your health at all. During that time, I was, yes, I had thyroid cancer and was doing kind of in the throes of that and at the worst time of dealing with that. I was also teaching, but when I started to get better, I always was getting sick. Mm. And then since I've been out of that situation and out of that environment, uh, I have only gotten better and better and better with regard to my health and it takes work and all that. But I just really, truly think that you're not in your passion and you're not in your purpose. You're not in the healthy environment. It's really hard to you know, live healthily, whether you have a diagnosis of something or not, it's just not healthy for us because it adds all kinds of stress and strain to our system. Yeah. And it, it's also amazing that our, our system, how, even if uh, we don't have something, how our like the, the power of, for example, anxiety, stress, what have you to mimic something. And the reason I, I say this, it made me think of this as my son, uh, he, is um six years of age and he goes to school and this year so far so good but last year he was being bullied and what was interesting is to watch how on the weekend he'd be perfectly healthy 
And then come Sunday evening, he would have a bellyache and says, I don't know, I'm sick. I don't know why I'm sick and stuff. And then throughout the week, have a sick stomach. And of course, there, you know, this isn't proven, but we brought him to the doctor a couple of times and they didn't find anything. And I'm taking a pretty solid guess that it was anxiety. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's amazing how, you know, even a kid, they don't understand it. All they know is my stomach feels sick, but it, he didn't notice the correlation between the timelines. And so all summer, for the most part, he was super happy, healthy, running around. As soon as we started talking. So next week, school, buddy, sick stomach again surprisingly yeah yeah it's it's crazy how that manifests in those physical symptoms but I think as I think as adults and just kind of doing the thing in our modern day society and kind of grinding away at our jobs not maybe so much our if we're such if we're not in our passion and our purpose um I just think that that ends up by causing kind of mystery symptoms and you can't really tie it down to any one thing. And that's a lot of times it goes back to, I went to the doctor and all my labs were normal, but I feel like garbage. And it just goes back and forth. So we like stress, stress management. Um, I mean, I even spoke about that at MIT. That was the, the, the purpose of my talk there, because if you don't have that, and if we just as a society keep dismissing and dismissing and dismissing Um, whether we do that individually to ourselves or we, you know, maybe think down on someone who's dealing with some stress and anxiety or whatever it might be, and maybe not showing up like we think they should, you know, it's just doing us a disservice over and over and over again. Um, And our health suffers from it. It might not be, you know, in a year or two years or whatever, it will be, it will happen where our, our health will decline. So I said that was kind of a, a shift of gears a little bit uh, into the world of passion. I'd like to shift another step further into the world of success. So I'd love to get your ta- uh, your thoughts, uh, Tiffany, around this idea or concept we call success and ask you what success means to you and how do you define it in relation to your life? You know, I think it's easy. We always like to think of success as in, you know, kind of the tangible things like how much money we make or you know, the things we get to do and all that. And that can be kind of a symptom of that, right? It might manifest as that. But I think the true success is really being happy, feeling the joy, being in your purpose and passion, and actually um, being able to be effective in helping other people. I think that is huge success. You know, I do know people with unbelievable wealth, and they're miserable you know, and, but we always use wealth as sort of that barometer of success. And I think these people do and did, and now they're there and not so much the greatest, (laughs) they're not so happy. You know, it's not such the greatest thing that they maybe thought. So truly living in your purpose and passion, helping others, giving back um, and giving to yourself, you know, really, you know, feeding yourself with whatever it is that you need. And that's completely individual, I think is the best success there is. I love that. Uh, And so let me uh, follow up before I ask you kind of the main question I want to ask you today. Let me follow up success with another big word, uh, which we're getting deeper and deeper with each of these words uh, (laughs) around legacy. So another really big word. Uh, I'd love to get your take on what legacy means to you. And also, if you're inclined, maybe what you'd like to see perhaps your legacy be. 
Um, well, the legacy to me would be how you kind of what you leave in your wake for the people you care about, um, especially the people you care about. I guess it can trickle down to other people that just kind of fall into your world um, throughout time and life or whatever. But I, for, for me, my legacy is to show I have two young adult girls. And for me, the legacy is to show them that even when you are told everything is normal, even when you are told that, you know, just kind of suck it up and move on, just do your thing, go back to work and it's no big deal, or, you know, just keep doing the thing. Um, even though you're not happy, <laughs> you're, you're miserable. In fact, um, showing them that sometimes the best path is not the easiest path. It's not the most comfortable path and that you have to put yourself out there and you have to, um, you know, keep leaning into what it is, your passion purpose, you know, that keeps wrapping in there. But I think if you just stay stagnant and status quo, I just, that's not the legacy I want to leave. And I'm trying very hard <laughs> not to do that. And I so far have uh, shown, I sort of have bucked the system, you know, with the things I've done. It's it's for sure not been the easiest way, shape, or, in any way, shape, or form. So. I love that. And, and I think that's a powerful legacy. And I also love the idea that, um, you know, for you, it's about setting the example as well. Yeah. And I will say, um, one of the things I often say is legacy isn't just what we people say about us when we're gone. <clears throat> it's often as well what they say about us behind we're back our backs when we're not around. Right. And, and so I think what you just said summarizes that also, you know, you know, what you want people to say um, when you're not around. And so right. uh, the, the last official question I call the passenger question. And it's, uh, it's pretty simple. You know, the whole, this uh, whole uh, show was inspired by the idea of two people on a plane, both strangers, one gives the other one some life advice. And in fact, it inspired, uh, or oh, I guess it's the other way around. Uh, I wrote a book called The Enlightened Passenger, and it inspired the show. And I guess they kind of both have worked together. Uh, so having said that, um, the big question is, if you were on a plane right now today, and somebody was sitting next to you, uh, a stranger from your perspective, and they leaned over and said, uh, you know, hey, I, I, I've got this going on today. I need some life advice. What do you got? What do you think you might tell the stranger on a plane? Yeah, um, I I feel like because I go I go through this myself all the time. I look at some of the, like those hard things I talked about that I did so that I could move into a better space. They were hard, and those experiences really I, I hated them. They were horrible experiences in in many different ways. Uh, for me, may not be the same for someone else. But when I look back, um, you know, it's what got me to where I am right now. So you can't really hate and resent the experiences that brought you to where you're at. So you might have to, you know, live through them, white knuckle through them a little bit, but it's going to be better on the other side. It always is, but you have to persevere. You have to, you know, keep moving forward and just actually appreciate that stuff. And in my case, one of one of them, I would call, you know, my thyroid cancer, it was horrible, even though I was told it was, you know, the easy cancer, this is no big deal. It was, it, it was absolute hell to get through with all the other parts and pieces that went along with it. And I've been so upset about that, because it changed, it just blew up the world, right for my for my little world. And 
I can't hate it anymore because I, I get to do what I do now. And, you know, it's making it better for other people too. Wow. That's amazing and inspiring. Um, so yeah. I guess then, uh, Tiffany, I said that was the last official question. The reason yeah. I say official, and I did that on purpose, is because we have an unofficial question, which may be, in fact, the most important question, in my opinion, which is simply for those that want to learn more about the work you do, they want to work with you, they want to follow you. You know, it's it's hard in a roughly 20-minute interview to cover all the world yeah. of Tiffany. Uh, <laughs> so uh, for those that want more, they want to reach out, they want to connect with you, follow you, whatever that looks like, is there a, kind of a central hub or are there some places you can send people? Yeah, so my website is called Rock Bottom Wellness. And I think everybody kind of knows what that means when they hit their rock bottom. I'm trying to get people, you know, before they get to that point, but... <laughs> That's what it's called, Rock Bottom Wellness. And um, kind of the easiest way, you know, get on my email list. Um, or I have a membership called the Fatigue Fix Inner Circle. And it's just a monthly membership that just is kind of a low entry to barrier, especially with people who are, you know, not feeling well and don't know that they have a lot of bandwidth to do a lot of, you know, deep dive into their nutrition and that kind of thing. But it's just a great place of resources and action steps and education about what's going on with them. So that would probably be the best places to, to find me and follow me. Amazing. So Tiffany Flayton, this has been an absolute pleasure. I knew it would be. Uh, and with your permission, I'll call it a to be continued mm -hmm. and uh, say till next time. Does that work okay for you? That'd be awesome. Amazing. So Tiffany, oh, very cool. Well, and so Tiffany, thank you so much. Like I say, been an absolute pleasure till next time. Thank you. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.